you exhibited the virtue of fortitude, or as we just found out before we started recording, you were you practice fortitudinous. <laughs> apparently is a word, listeners. Apparently that's a word. Um, well, I guess it, uh, we're doing it right now, right? This is, we are being very fortitudinous right now because we, we've never done this as an Ed Talks. We're like, we need to talk about fortitude and you're in one place and I'm in another place. <laughs> and it's we have funny. no idea. We're together for the pandemic, but we're doing this now that life's back to normal. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, there might be another adjective to use as opposed to fortitudinous for that. Uh, um, I, you know, I I would say when I was so when I went to England, and this dear listener might might be surprised to you, but I was growing up, uh, and I was kind of introverted and shy, and I was comfortable talking with my friends, but not really that very surprising. Yeah, I did not, didn't enjoy speaking, like going up to people that I didn't know, or putting myself out there socially. And when I went to England, I studied abroad in England, and I, you know, I just said, look, here I am for what was her one name? year. It was, it was before there were, there was a girl, there were uh, just English people, right? And I was like, I have a year of my life where I can make friends with people that are from a totally different culture. But the only way that I can do that is if I go out and talk to them. And uh, I said, I can either just sit in my shell, be miserable and maybe hang out with the, my fellow uh, expats, my fellow Americans, but I've got my whole life to meet Americans or I could try to just put myself out there. So yeah, so I did um, and it was great. And I even made some some Catholic friends and, and, and my, the fortitude came in being like, hey, Let's go to mass. I'm going to mass. And in fact, uh, my one friend from Ireland started calling me the mass. She started calling me the mass Garda. Uh, the Garda <laughs> is the police in Ireland. Nice. And she called me the mass Garda because she'd be like, oh, here comes the mass Garda asking what mass we're going to on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> there are, there great, are worse you know? things to be known for. You know. Yeah, we had a crew of like five of us that would go to mass regularly. Yes. Irish people, English people, and Scottish people. And, and good on you for being that mass Garda because you're, you're saving those souls and being an evangelizer. Learn learn from Paul, dear listener. Learn from 20-year-old Paul in, in England. <laughs> that, that was my fortitude. Because, uh, you know, before, I, I, was, I would ra much rather just stay against the wall and kind of blend in and observe and be invited in as opposed to kind of pushing in and, uh, and meeting people and putting myself out there, uh, you know, risking rejection, right? Um, so yeah, so that was my, my story of fortitudinosity. <laughs> I, I just made up a new word. That's not true. <laughs> I like it. I like it. How about you? What, 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 when were you fortitudinous? Mine was, uh, you know, what comes to mind immediately is I was in the Holy Land uh, on pilgrimage as a seminarian, and we went to two locations. We went to Mount Masada, uh, which is a famous fort built by Hebrews. Um, and there's, it's very old. It's on top of this mountain. And then there's this whole thing about this, like either the Romans or the Greeks were coming to conquer them and they couldn't get up the mountain and all the Jews just died up on top of this thing because they refused to be conquered and they tried like killing their enemy, but they just starved to death up there. But anyway, they built this whole like city fort on top of this like flat mountain thing the only way to get up there is by cable car i'm terrified of heights 
<laughs> and uh, as a younger person, I would have allowed the fear to just not get on it at all. Um, but I thought, nope, I'm gonna show fortitude and not be a wimp. I'm gonna get on that cable car and go. And the other place was the Mount of Temptations, which I think I've shared the story before. Um, the world's Guinness Book of World Record for the longest cable car in the world uh, <laughs> up to the Mount of Temptations. And that was like built for four people. They shoved six of us in there me and one other guy that's bigger like twice my size uh and i was terrified but i thought i now i did it with my hat over my eyes so i'd never see what's below me but i still got on the cable car where in like the past i would have just let the fear keep me off and stay in the car and not have experienced those things so what fortitude great fortitude but uh, if you couldn't tell what we're going to talk about on the podcast today, <laughs> we're continuing our discussion of the, the uh, virtues <laughs> the name. Uh, through, through this Lenten season. And so this, this is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who will inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Manier. And let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I give you thanks, Almighty God, for uh, the gift of this day, for the gift of technology that makes it possible for us to uh, accomplish this podcast even while in uh, different parts of, of the Archdiocese. Lord, we uh, just ask you to inflame all of our hearts, ours, uh, Paul, myself, all of our listeners, all those um, that seek to grow in union with you. Just inflame our hearts with your love, Lord, and help us to be drawn into an ever deeper um relationship with you who are trinity father son and spirit we ask all this in jesus name amen amen name of the father the son of the holy spirit amen so to just get it out of the way for those that are watching the video version uh i'm at a conference up at mundelein seminary paul is home i'm in my house this is my guest room val is also home but you can't see val uh so we, I, I just, I had to be away at this conference and we ran out of time to film in person. So we're taking advantage of technology so we could keep bringing you beautiful podcasts. We love you that much. We said we can't take a week off. We got to bring fortitude. Plus we really timed out the weeks of Lent to the virtues. So we, we, we did. <laughs> we would have run out of a virtue. We don't want to cheat the virtues. No, we cannot. So Paul, fortitude. we kind of I think I think people picked up on fortitude by our examples, but why don't you give us a little deeper dive into this great virtue? What is what is fortitude? Why does it matter? Why do we need it? What yeah, is I mean, it? I think I, I, well, starting off with what is it, right? I think that the the most simple way to explain what is fortitude to our listeners is it's courage, the courage to do the right thing, the courage to do something. Uh, not not it's not rashness right it's different from being rash it's you might say wow it's really it takes a lot of guts to jump off that roof you know well that, that that's more rashness than courage um so it's courage to do the right thing last last podcast last week we were talking about prudence figuring out what the right thing is to do sometimes that's hard and it takes fortitude then to do it uh and that's what fortitude is this is great virtue it's a great habit of even when it's hard to do the right thing, to do it. 
Um, and even to do it without thinking, without hesitating, because you've got, you're so filled with fortitude, so filled with courage. It's not even a, it's not even a big decision for you. You're like, yeah, that's going to be hard. Cool. I got it. It's the right thing to do. Um, so that's, and that's, that's where, like, and like, as you mentioned, that's where the virtue of prudence comes in. So in your example of jumping off a roof, okay, yeah, does it take a level of courage to, to jump off of a roof? Absolutely, it does. Is it prudent to jump, jump off of a roof? I'd say hardly ever, unless that roof is on fire uh, and there's no ladder. Yeah, then you got to jump off the roof to save your life. Um, but yeah, this, again, the virtues all work together, right? Um, and that's, that's something important to always just keep in the back of your mind as we go through these virtues. It's not like there's times where I'm going to be courageous, but not prudent. They, they always come together. Right. And that's the whole thing, right? Like we talked about prudence is the mother of virtue. So, so it starts with figuring out what the right thing to do is, and then you've got these other virtues that, that carry you through that, that process and, and realize the good by doing it. And so I think Lent's an awesome time to talk about fortitude because we are asked by our church to do or challenged by Christ himself to do things that are hard during Lent, especially fasting, right? But not just fasting. I think I think fasting is, is an easy example of places where we can practice fortitude. Where I'm like, man, I am not looking forward to not eating snacks these 40 days or whatever it is, but I'm going to bravely do it. And I'm going to, and we talked about that before Lent as to why we do it. So there's that courage, but I think even in almsgiving, there's a chance for fortitude and almsgiving as well. Um, where I, I was listening, I don't know if any of you listeners have been following on the, the Hallow app, they're, they're Pray 40, um, but there's a really powerful woman, a woman religious uh, from originally from Iraq, who speaks every Saturday on almsgiving. And in her first, um, her first presentation, she really emphasized, hey, you don't have to go around the world. She's quoting Mother Teresa. You don't have to go around the world to find poverty. It's right there. Find it where you live. And she said, don't just find it. Encounter that poverty. Encounter that, that brokenness and, and try to ennoble it. Remind whoever it is that you're giving that that person too is made in the image of like this of God. And she said, ask his name or her name. Ask a follow-up question. Where's this person from? And that's where the fortitude comes in. It's one thing to just hand something to somebody. It's another thing to engage with that person, especially if they smell weird or they look maybe a little crazy or, you know, things that it, it's courageous to treat that person as a two, human being. Two stories come to mind. I think I may have shared these in other podcasts, but anyway, um, Bishop Barron shared both of these in his Catholicism series. He talked about Mother Teresa um, taking a, a young child in Calcutta into a bakery because they were hungry. And on the child's behalf, she asked the baker for some bread for the boy to eat. And he spit in her face and said, that's all I'm giving you or something like that. And Mother Teresa just responded, thank you for that gift. Now can the boy have some bread to eat? <laughs> so great fortitude. I mean, looking at you know, not, not evil, but at ignorance and stupidity and meanness right in the face and still asking for something good and not just running away. Um, 
And he also shared, I, and I can't remember who it was, but it's in South Africa. He's a, an African priest or bishop. He was walking down a, a, a sidewalk and there was mud on either side. And he came up to a, a white man and the white man said, I don't get out of the way for gorillas. And the, the African black priest gets steps into the mud and says, don't worry, I do. So I mean, <laughs> with what courage, right? With what courage? Uh, and you know, those, those are also, it's, it's those, what I like too about those, those stories is that it shows, you know, there's just cause we're gonna be polite and show the love of Christ anyway, we also have to be courageous in trying to, to show there, there is a right way to treat people and there's a wrong way to treat people. Um, and we have to have the courage to know the difference and then to actually do what's right, you know? Um, could it be equally courageous to haul back and just punch the guy in the face? Well, it might show that you are stronger than him maybe, but that's not necessarily courageous to just use violence to get your way or to retaliate. But I think it takes even greater courage to just step in the mud in humility and then also to kind of return a little, um, a little back and forth there and show like you're the one acting like a jerk. Um, I... I also think, first, before we keep going, I want to remind our readers, if you have this book that we gave you, the book by Edward Suri called The Art of Living, it walks through the four cardinal virtues, and it's a great guide, a great way to kind of take this little 20-minute talk that we're having and expand on it, really dive deeper into it. So it's a really cool way if you've got the time this Lent and you have this book. And if you don't have this book, seek it out. It's a great, great resource um, just to kind of improve your um Virtuous living. So in Lent, obviously we talked about the fortitude we need when we fast. We talked about the fortitude we need when we, we give alms. Prayer is also a place where fortitude comes in handy, especially when we're talking about examining our own behavior, because it is a courageous thing. It takes fortitude to examine myself honestly and admit my flaws. And I without think that's making excuses, right? right? Without making excuses. Like, yeah, okay, I, you know, I, I ate meat on that Friday uh, because, you know what, I, 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 was, I went to Ash, or I went to Good Friday Stations of the Cross. I did the whole thing on my knees. I came back and really wanted that, that extra chicken leg that was sitting in the refrigerator and I just ate it because I deserve it. Like, that's making an excuse for something you should have done. And it takes courage to just say, it takes courage and humility to say, no, I screwed up and this is, I need to be better. And Lord, help me be better. Good point. Yeah, that's right. For, I, yeah, I think that there is in fortitude. That's a really great point too. Fortitude is an act of humility, right? Mm. To be truly courageous, we know how broken we are. We know how incompetent we are at doing the right thing consistently through time. Obviously building the virtues is going to make it easier to do that, but we are not God. We are very much a broken. And that's fallen. okay. It's <laughs> absolutely and, okay. I mean, that is who we are. So it takes courage though, to say, it takes some bravery to say, I'm not good enough to do this on my own. I need your grace, God. I need your guidance. I need your assistance. Um, yeah, fortitude is a big weapon against pride. 
I think if you if you do it right, that's the difference between rashness. Rashness, I think, is where you think you can. I can jump off this roof. I can make it to that other ledge, and there's not even a reason for me to do it just because I think I can because I'm I'm a big dude and I'm going to make it. Um, so there's a difference between being rash. I'm going to punch that guy who insulted me, right? There is there is a time to punch if you are being attacked or felt your loved ones are being attacked. Right. That, that's self-defense is, is very is is good. But because your ego got bruised does not give you the right to physically attack someone, even if you think, well, that's pretty brave of me to do it. He said that wrong. He looked at me weird, you know, and so there's a difference there between rashness and fortitude and, and humility, I think, is one of the, the key ingredients to, to that prudential path to fortitude. I love the quote from Pope Benedict. And I've been using it a lot in this Lent, especially. He says, the ways of the Lord are not comfortable, but we were not created for comfort, but for greatness. I love, I love that. I love that. I love that quote too. That's awesome. You weren't created for comfort. You were created for greatness. And that's where fortitude plays such an, an, an irreplaceable role, right? Because it does take courage to leave a life of comfort I was talking to a parishioner today. It's like, it's so easy to get in your inner tube and float down the lazy river, right? Because yeah. it's pretty awesome. You're like, this is great. I got, I don't even need to paddle. I got my drink in one hand. I'm going <laughs> down my lazy river. This is awesome. But what you don't realize is you're drifting further and further away from God. And then eventually it, it empties out into the deep sea. And you're like, whoa, I'm alone. And I got no paddle. And it's a lot of work to get back there. And so it takes fortitude to paddle against that current of the lazy river, right? And, uh, and, and this is a great time, Lent, to work on that skill. Especially when our, our culture and our communities encourage the laziness, right? They, they encourage us to stay in the comfort and and we all know it takes great fortitude to go against that current, right? I mean, to, to be able to say at work, you know, I'm not going to participate in this gossip anymore. I'm just, I refuse to, to stand around the water cooler and just gossip about our, our coworkers. It takes fortitude. And in your family, if when your family gathers once a week for whatever, like your wider family, and all you do is rag on the family members that aren't there, it takes fortitude to say, you know, we shouldn't do this. Like, why are we talking about our family members in this way? It, it takes fortitude to, in school to be able to say, we're not going to make fun of this kid, or I'm not going to and let this person sit by themselves anymore. I mean, it's, the world wants us to stay in that comfort zone, and it takes great fortitude with prudence and the other virtues to, to go against that and, and fight it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you can't go wrong with Pope Benedict. So what, what it's giving our, our dear listeners some, some action items, how do we build up fortitude? What would be like one or two ideas that you would say to, to practice it in little ways so that you start flexing that muscle, that virtues muscle? Because I think that's important. Uh, your first suggestion of, uh, I don't know if it's your first one, but when you said prayer, to be courageous in our prayer, especially in our examination of conscience, to not just give excuses to the things that we did wrong throughout the day, but to courageously say, I screwed up here, I need to be better. Um, 
Second would be in, in our charity, to be fort, fortitudinous in how we love and care for others and, and give of ourselves to others. Those are my two places to start. Don't be afraid to be of service. Don't be afraid in your prayer. And I will say this as well. Practice apologizing. When you Amen. find a prayer that you hurt someone, go to that person and apologize in person and carry that over into confession. Go to God and say, I'm sorry. I think, I think confession and apologies are where we can easily practice fortitude. All right. I think we're out of time. So I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Eric. And this is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Even on Zoom. <laughs>